Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched a multitude of things this week. We started off with the second episode of Miss Marvel on Disney+, and then we moved on to the fifth episode of Obi-Wan, also on Disney+. Spoiler alert for both those things. We then watched the latest Pixar film, Lightyear, which is out in theaters. Major spoiler alert for that one. Also, spoiler alert for the plots of the preceding Toy Story movies, just in case you haven't seen those for some reason. But, you know, we wanted to give you a heads up. And then finally, we watched the new Netflix film, Spiderhead, with Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, and Journey Smollett. Major spoiler alert for that one. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion, as there are a couple of quick follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? So we are on episode two of Miss Marvel. We are now all, we've seen the same number of them. Are we feeling more excited? I'm just going to cut to the chase about her backstory now. I feel equally excited about it, I think. I Okay. Yeah, it didn't let me down in any way. Yeah. But I still don't, I don't feel like we know a whole lot more, you know? So it's like, they're just teasing us with shit. Sure. I thought you two were going to be happier that it's like a one-off line almost, but you know, her buddy is like, Oh, the powers are tied to you, not just the cuff. Yeah, I yeah, I am happy. I am happy about that. But um, I also, I, I really liked the episode. I still really like the show. I was bumping a tad on. She starts to have these uncontrollable. They're happening. It's happening to her, like stuff, and she's like, "Oh god!" In class or at the dinner table and stuff, that she's like, it's like acting out, you know. Uh huh. And she's still wearing the bracelet. Like, take it off. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and I, I wish that she had taken it off and that it was actually just coming from inside of her and that having used the bracelet, like, unlocked it and this is it. I but. took it to be it's still possible that that is what's happening. It and could be, but, but yeah, it, it's like a puberty metaphor, right? And then, yeah, but, the, but the, like, her leaving the bracelet on is like a red herring for. Yeah, it's later. just one of those things, like, it defies some logic a little bit, where it's like, if that was happening to me, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my nose might start glowing or whatever, it's like, I would not be wearing that thing mm. ever, yeah. unless I wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> and so I was a little, I mean, it didn't ruin it, but I just was like a little, I almost wish that she had taken it off, and the beat was that, oh, shit, this is happening still. <laughs> you know, like, That's that fair. would have played better for me, I think. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I also was kind of like, why are you trying to take off the bracelet? Because at this point, we didn't know much about, you know what I mean? Like her powers yeah. and like all that stuff. So I feel you. Um, but same as Matt, still having an excellent time, enjoying myself thoroughly. Can't wait for the next one. You know, I I was dying, the Illuminati aunties or whatever is so Oh, Illuminantes. So Illuminantes was just so like great. Good. I liked all that. I, I loved the you know the serious moment of her friend explaining why she wears a hijab and like I loved you know the insight into the mosque I liked you know I loved all that and then I actually love you know her almost totally failing at saving someone and realizing that like you know this isn't really a game right mm -hmm. and there's like people involved and it can get really messy and it's there's a lot you know riding on like it's not just a, it's not like just a cool thing you know it's like those, yeah exactly like glory. it's a very serious like and I think as a teenager, you know, I wouldn't have thought through everything either. And so mm -hmm. it's like, it, it's smart and interesting to sort of watch her figure out that like, oh God, you know, people can really get hurt. Well, it, it right. reminds me of, it might be more akin to like people dreaming of being celebrities, I guess, with, with what she's, the way they look at their, their heroes in the universe, you know, but it gave me kind of vibes on, on a more like kind of serious problematic way I guess it gave me more vibes on like 
my little brother growing up and then playing like Call of Duty and stuff and deciding it like at a young age, he was like, I want to go to the military, <laughs> like because he mm. thinks it's cool. Mm-hmm, like it was, mm-hmm. like, and it's not, and it's not to, you know, I'm very thankful for our military, but I just mean like it, it that kind of glorification of something that makes you just think like, oh yeah, this will be cool. And then you, you get there and you're doing it and you're like, holy shit, this is a lot more serious than I was thinking it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So the moment's yeah. heavy, you know, and I like that too. Right. Not thinking of the cons, the, like the, uh, all the consequences and just sort of impulsively yeah, you just being like, glory. well, I could do that. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah like she, the- I mean, she's practiced and stuff, but she never done anything like that, you know? And then of course she was celebrating too soon and, you know, everything fell apart. And I, I appreciated I think that the show so far, at least, does a really good job of being like teasing us with things for the future, which we're excited to learn and then being hilarious and and fun, but then also having moments of levity that kind of like bring you back to like how real it is. It's grounded in reality. Mm hmm. Reality within a superhero existing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I, the, the stakes feel even though they are smaller than certain things we faced in other you know, every other Marvel property, they actually feel more consequential because, you know, when the Avengers go to town, they like blow up tons of people and we don't talk about like, the, you know, the, what the collateral damage of this, but this is like, oh, we are seeing like what happens if a hero fails or what would have happened if a hero failed. Yeah, well, and also it's kind of, you know, it goes back to, I think part of what is such an appeal about Spider-Man comics and all that is she's so young. And so it's like mm-hmm. you this, this mm-hmm. young girl who's all bright about the future and excited and she's got the great personality and all the things and I'm like I don't want her to get damaged <laughs> so it's like kind of right. like I feel protective like over you're her. waiting for the Aunt May you know what I mean like you're yeah, waiting yeah, for the yeah. moment because you know like we know this I story it. I love this story I'm pro this story like into it like you know whatever and it's funny because I was thinking about how like DC just keeps giving us the same story over and over again and I'm like over it and like just wanting them to move on and Marvel is now giving us back like one of these stories, which we haven't had from them in a really long time about it, like a young hero, like getting their powers and, you know, whatever discovery. And it's just like how refreshing it feels for Marvel, but somehow like the same thing in DC. I'm like, God, I'm so over it. Yeah. Because we never get richer. You know what I mean? Like it never goes anywhere else. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I thoroughly enjoyed the flirting with the the, the yeah, mystery was... boy, you know, I thought it was, and, and it, I liked the way that it laid down some of the question marks. Cause I was like, you know, I, I absolutely adore the scene where they're on this, like, is it a date? Is it not a date? And the brother, you know, comes in and he, I was like, how is he able to do a Pakistani accent? Like, or what, you know, or whatever it was, he just slips accents. I was like, is he supposed to be an actor? Like, you know, and just like a little head scratching and then immediately paid off at the end of the episode. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're not going to drag yeah. this out. Thank you. Yeah. For- but I also I like- just love that he liked her and then it was like kind of fun. And right. Like, but did he or is this all a <laughs> no, we don't know that. which it was like, right, which is so middle school or, or yeah, high school. Like, it's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, finally, she had someone who was like, you know, and so we'll see what happens next next episode. But I am curious to to figure out, obviously, who they are and what's going on there. So, yeah. And I don't remember if I brought this up last week or not, but I also really appreciate that. For the most part, I do feel like these all feel like high schoolers, which is nice because, <laughs> like, they really do feel young, and I and I like that because it just you know I'm sure some of them are not high school, but it just they 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 seem to fit the bill, and I appreciate. Yeah, that. he's he's pushing. He's pushing it a little, but but he's pushing it, but yeah, with reason. Like with yeah. it seems like, but honestly though, like I knew some of 
you know, um, guys of that descent in high school, and they got a lot of facial hair very soon. And so, like, they got, like, full five o'clock shadows. And, well, like, I, not just and... looks like, you know, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Car and saying, all this stuff. Yeah. Like, we have to take that into account, too, that, like, they did, sure. you know, look older. But he does push it for me as well. And then, like, her best friend and his decision on what, you know, like, is he going to go to Berkeley? Is he going to stay there and, like, help her? Like, I love that, too. Yeah. Br- Bruno is it. his name. I, I kept, I had to look it up. I was like, oh, yeah, we don't talk about. I'm not going to say. Um, I oh, There's so many Bruno characters lately. Let's talk about how Bruno wasn't a character until Luca, and then all of a sudden it's in every goddamn Disney property. Uh, you've never met Cinderella's dog? Oh, that's true. I mean, for me, that was a long time ago. the Sasha Baron Cohen character. So, <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> we've got some... Uh, we've, yeah, we've got some weird precedents. Yeah. Yeah, but I I thought this one was a really fun look inside the community that they're like having this take place in. It was also, you know, there's also, there were a lot of one-off lines in this one that I found interesting. The FBI being, or whoever it is, um, being like, oh, we already have them under surveillance. I was like, yep, that tracks. Yeah, being, you know, everyone with mosques and temples, you know, I was like, yep, yep, that would track. That would track. But, you know, the fair and just, it just felt fun and like three-dimensional to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the conversation about our one and only Kingo? Oh, I know. I loved that. I was so happy. First time. Yes. I'm over yes. here just like obsessed with the turtles watching it every day. And it's like the first time that like it's being referenced at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay, it did happen. Yes. <laughs> and I yeah. thought it was funny. They were referencing like the great, great grandpa or whatever. And it was like, this is the same guy, but they don't know. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Yeah. No, I yeah. love it. Also, have you ever seen a movie? I'm Meryl Streep. It was just like, who wrote this? Like, where did this come from? <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. But it's just like some of these little bits that they pepper in just make me really happy. Yeah. And then, no, yeah, same. you know, seeing that it was supposedly like the worst debuting Marvel show. I was like, okay, but did we watch Moon Knight? Did you all watch the same show that oh. the rest of us watched? I mean, we can't even pretend we're shocked by this, right? It's like, clearly, like. You know, like it's clearly it, it Islamophobic her, and and also well, you know, I'm even more just like and yeah, like, yeah, I'm going misogynistic. You know, I'm just like these greasy fan. Like it's it's all the things, it. right? And so it's like I think it'll get a cult following because clearly it's great, you know. And then it'll slowly, I think, you know, maybe get some more people involved. But yeah, and I mean, the fact of the matter is, regardless of whether I mean, I would like if they if they had plans for multiple seasons, I would like that to happen. But regardless, we know that she's going to be in Marvels, so these people are going to be seeing her eventually. And I'm sure right. it, will, it could, it could have a bit of a sleeper hit type of effect when, I, it, when it becomes a more important later. Yes. My yeah. guess is something will happen in the, I don't even remember how many episodes it's supposed to be, but something will happen at some point it'll trend. You know, I, I'm going to guess that because again, we know that she's going to be in the Marvel's, the likelihood of another character appearing in this is higher than it ended up being for Moon Knight. And so, you know, then I'll yeah. be like, oh my God, did you, did you see that? Blah, blah, blah. And we'll have to avoid the spoiler. And mm-hmm. people will then go back and, and be essentially forced to watch it, which is fine yeah. for me. Well, and let's not, you know, like we also can't forget the, as we talked about, Young Avengers seems to be a thing, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. we're building toward that. And this would be, being that it's her own show, this would be a pretty fantastic, like, series to to like actually introduce that in yeah kind of actually lay those crumbs for beyond just oh that character exists but 
that some but actually have her meet together. a bunch of younger yeah well or, or, or just with these people that are looking for like you know the surveillance whatever like something's leading toward like some mm-hmm. someone is assembling a team mm-hmm. right youngs and maybe it is going to be by kate bishop showing up like uh, we kind of talked yeah. about last week or something yeah. you know but I think that would be a cool draw, but then we also know Cassie Lang is going to be in the next Ant-Man film, mm-hmm. and you know we've we've got Kang in that film, and so it's like the bread, the pieces are all there, and it feels like it could be the one to bring it. But and I hope it is because I hope it's not just well, it won't be because we know she's being in another film, like we said. But I just don't want it to be like At the very least she'll probably stand alone. She'll be in Young Avengers, you know, when and if that happens too. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we count it out. I think this show's great, and it's only been two episodes. And Obi-Wan is a lot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. doing so well and That's so true, much. Yeah. And I think that, like, yeah. you know, it's the first time they debuted two shows at the same time, basically. So it's, like, mm-hmm. part of the problem, you know? Yeah. Well, unless anyone has any other major thoughts on Ms. Marvel, aside from that, we're loving it. <laughs> Should we move on to said Obi-Wan? Sure. Mr. Kenobi. All right. Well, we finally got some sort of explanation for why they've been trotting out Hayden Christensen in all of these damn, like, <laughs> you know, press things. I was like, this feels light, but okay, you know, at least he showed up. Yeah. How do we, how do we feel? We are, this was our penultimate, supposedly. I'm really curious to know how you felt about his uh, anti-aging. Well, it, it looked like garbage. It, it, it was terrible. Because like like, the problem is, is he looks like garbage. So there's like, it's really hard, I'm sure, to fix it. Yeah, I mean, okay, we're being a little harsh. He doesn't look like garbage, but he certainly hasn't aged like fucking Ewan McGregor has, who is apparently a wax figure who, you know, not just slightly melted, whereas, you know, it's a weird, unfair beauty standard for men, but I'm I'm like, don't try and pretend that he's the same age that he was. That's the problem for me. That's the thing, is also to be fair, by the time we're at that flashback, if we were getting a flashback to episode one and and Ewan McGregor had to be that age, it wouldn't look great. So it's like, yeah, yeah. He, and he looks fantastic, but shaving off all the facial hair and stuff, it's like he doesn't look like he did in Phantom Menace. And like at this right. point, Aiden is that age, you know, like it, it yeah. you know, they took it all the way back to Padawan pre Attack of the Clones days, right? So it's like, it's like, oh, okay, which, you know, Anakin had to be, Hayden Christensen effectively had to be a little bit younger than we'd ever seen him before. <laughs> right. We beat him in Attack of the Clones. So yeah, it's, it's hard, but. But yeah, I bumped on that. I mean, obviously, we know we're going to, but it just is, I, I felt like they could have actually, I felt like they could have done it better because I don't think he looks that bad in real life to where you had to like completely, you know, but he still kind of looked, he just looked odd. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely was... looked odd. I mean, I enjoyed seeing, you know, um, like a, you know, Master Padawan moment with them. Like, so that was nice at least. Yeah, my note is, ah, Matt gets his flashback. To saber training, <laughs> saber training. I, I did, yeah, I liked how they they sprinkled it in uh, throughout the episode and and how it was. In, oh, that's funny. So funny. I, I hated it. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, yeah. So it's it's funny because this this was that episode for me. Like I loved this. I loved it. Okay, I was here for the whole thing. And oh yeah, I, I had a great time. I, I I was super excited to see them finally do the flashback and like. Well, and I was like and, watching it like. With my, my, my parents watched it that night at the same time that I was watching it, my sister and my dad, you know, they love they love it all and everything. But he was like he was like, Well, what was the point? I don't really get what the point of the flashback was though. And I was like, Maybe you should watch it again. But it felt to me that's like it's pretty much like mirroring. It's so funny. I almost thought it was like a little 
That's so funny because I almost thought, I was, I was like, well, they're kind of beating us over the head with this, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then people like our parents don't get it, so it's okay. Right. That's that's what I bumped on is that the way that they just like milked it for all it was worth and drew it out. And because the quality of it was de-aging wise, you know, I was just like, oh my God, please stop going back to this. You know, we could have accomplished this earlier. But I didn't, I I thought this was one of the better episodes, but I am also realizing, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due because I was listening to a different podcast that was discussing it. And, you know, they're like, the scope of this story is really narrow and it probably should have been a movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, if they yeah. existed, both should have been movies. But right. I, I think... Remember they initially um, were. What was, what was oh, fun yeah. about this one was the stakes were a little higher because we had a lot of civilians involved mm-hmm. that, like, had to get out of there. And we didn't know if they survive or not, right? Like, that wasn't something yes. we knew. And so and that was little, nice because yeah. it was, like, a moment where we're like, okay, cool. There's more... There's something here that we're like fighting for and we don't know what happens. Yeah, I felt right. that a little bit, but I didn't really care about them very much, unfortunately. But for me, the stakes were really more grounded in finally there was some some kind of like gray area mystery about what Riva's doing and what her intentions are and kind of like learning more about that, but then kind of questioning the whole time what she's going to follow through with and what she's actually mm-hmm. going to be doing. That to me was really what created a lot of stakes here for me. And like, obviously Tala and like yeah I'm, I was like that that I to me was the stakes like, and it, it well it was and it, it, it was like I'm 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 glad it happened because it was a really beautifully done scene I thought but I was like mm-hmm. also just I want her more of her but you know. I'm just it's shocking nobody but I'm just like I'm a sucker for dramatic droid death and I hate it and that oh, droid, yes uh, that droid made me weep like I was crying when he goes yeah. and he's like or they it, it I don't know if it's gendered right but it goes and it's like shielding her and it's yeah, I was just like, oh god, I was just crying out. But I was also elated that I was like, ooh, stormtroopers that are hitting people. <laughs> yeah, the other person got shot too, and they're you know whatever. But I thought that this was Mos- this was Moses' like episode. I thought it was like when she mm-hmm. obviously we got the reveal that she was that Padawan, like we all knew, right? But those shots when he was when Vader after they were fighting because I loved their fight scene honestly and after they were fighting those shots of Vader walking up toward her and her like seeing mm. Anakin every time it would be on her face as Moses not even as a little girl she looked like this like little kid to me like she looked terrified and like and I was like I just started crying I cried <laughs> I was like I haven't cared about her very much but she made me cry I cried a lot in this episode no I loved I loved that whole thing I liked the reveal I liked the depth she brought to the character, um, you know, obviously very sad that he killed her, or maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, you can, you can be cut in half and not be dead. I don't know. Some I that's true. That's I sincerely dead. hope they do because I'm just like the con. We need consequences, you know. Oh, I, I'm I like convinced. Her because what was the point of her? Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking that's about Riva, not Tala. Yes, yeah, Riva's not dead. Oh, yeah, Riva's dead. Oh, sorry. Riva's dead. I mean, Talia's dead. I don't know that Riva's dead. Oh, no, no, Riva's Riva's not dead. Yes, sorry. I was still on Tala. I would bet my life Reva's not dead, but I, but that also, I kind of bumped on like that a little bit where I was like, okay, if Darth Vader remembers her and all these things and he stabbed her there one time and it didn't work, I was like, why are you just going to stab her like that again and leave her? Like, well, I, thought same, he was, just I, kind of, I thought it was intentional. I think he's being like, you, like he doesn't want her to, for some reason, he's going to let her live, but just know that she failed, I guess maybe. Torture her somehow. Yeah. 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 And also. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to figure out what the Jedi and Amber are with her somehow. 
That'd be interesting. Ooh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, and I love, I mean, Vader at full power makes me so happy. Like, him just, like, grabbing the ship out of the air and, like, so cool. I just think the fake-out ship was really dumb, but, <laughs> like, the fake-out ship. Because I was like, no way he did that. Like, no way he thought of that immediate. Like, there oh, was I liked fake-out ship. I thought did it was you? clever. No, I like yeah. It. I didn't. Oh, I was like, I was like, no, like, way. There's, like just... there's no way they thought about that. I just can't well, imagine it. Okay, so I think this is where... <laughs> your back knowledge versus my lack of it comes into play, right? Because I was like, I wouldn't have imagined Vader could have grabbed a ship out of the air. And so I would have assumed that that, like, that was the, you know, the transport. And I was like, oh my God, how are we going to get out of this dumb scenario? You know, because we've constantly had these like convenient ways out of things. And so I thought this was convenient, but it was more plausible than just smoke prevents him from seeing Obi-Wan or whatever, you know? I was like, okay, that's actually like, showing me this sort of defensive general that everyone has been talking about. I was like, yeah, that's a tactical move. Yeah. All right. Fakey. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It, but I, um, it just seemed like, Oh, okay. To me, I just but... rolled my eyes. I was just kind of like, it just it didn't, didn't feel like he had, like, I wish that they had set him, like him pulling someone aside and whispering to them or like, you know what I mean? Something to set up the fact yeah. that he did it. I don't know. But well, I mean, whatever. It, I didn't bump that hard on it. We're fine. It's just the one moment where I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I thought, I definitely thought she was going to fly with the lightsaber. I thought this was going to be the moment. I, that would have been cool. Wish, obviously, we knew Quizzy was coming back, but I wish that he just, like, dropped right in there. Mary Poppins mm-hmm, style. Mm-hmm. Just, it was I, like I, a helicopter, like, full situation. <laughs> I would have died. It was so dumb, but I would have been here for it. <laughs> I'm glad he's back, except for also, again, I guess he's, you know, Maybe he, I mean, he's just going to go along with whatever Vader says, obviously. So if Vader doesn't want to kill her, she's not going to die. But I was curious also to know if, however she lived, I know it's like, you know, she, the revenge and all this stuff and she was kept alive, whatever. But I would still want to know when she was a Padawan and stabbed. I want to know her like journey. Mm-hmm. Um, um, looking through that and becoming an Inquisitor. Remind me, because I didn't, I watched it, you know, we've almost, it was a week has passed. Did we see her physically get stabbed or did we just see a reaction? You see her reaction, but you, as he like aims and goes to her gut and she says that she right there and faked her death and covered in blood. But I don't know. I can't imagine what he would have done to her because she was right in front of her and looking at her. And I can't imagine what he would have done if not stab her, but I guess, right. yeah, I don't know. And then I, I started just, wondering, I was like, oh, did, did she get saved somehow? And does she somehow, does she have some like Fennec Shand stuff going on there? And so she doesn't yeah. have like, you know, because we haven't seen oh, her yeah. midsection. But she seems pretty like out of commission this time after getting stabbed. But yeah, yeah I, I, I got the sense based on just like the cutting. One, I get it. We're trying not to show children getting stabbed. But two, I was like, maybe she, did, or maybe, you know, he like, but I guess you're right in that she talks about playing dead. I was like, maybe yeah. he spared her. And he was like, I'm going to, you know, this is. I'm gonna recruit yeah, some minions. Yeah, like it's all some yeah, some some game. I don't know, but we did, however, see some children getting pretty. You know, no, no, like actual like yeah. violence on them, but we saw some children getting a lot more violence towards children than we ever saw in the movie. That's for sure. And I was True. like, ooh, True. like I feel like they showed like the savageness of it because even in Revenge of the Sith, when you watch it, I feel like it's sad, of course, but when it's all being done, it's kind of done in really pretty ways. But all the Jedi are dying. Like, it's very, like, yeah. nonviolent and very just kind of, it's kind of pretty in the music. And it's sad. But this felt brutal. And I yeah. appreciated that about well, it. Well, it's brutal. But I like that they've made Vader as brutal as he kind of is, you know? Yeah, I, I remember seeing three. And at that point in the 
my Star Wars, but you know, just being when he when you see him like walk up and they're like, oh, Master Anakin or whatever it is. And then he, you see the like lightsaber. I was like, yes, at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah you and my friend Monica. Every time when well, I watch it, it was time, so was, like, it was like so lanky at this point. And like, and she's like, Vader, Vader, Vader. I'm like, okay. Even I'm not. Well, I, I mean, for me, I was like, you just got to show me something to show him, like, convert at this point, because otherwise he's just been this wimpy little, yeah, like, yeah. whiny turd. It's, it's, so. it's a pivotal moment in Star Wars, right? Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the guy dying and him becoming Vader. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I just am imagining, I'm, like, cutting together in my head the feature version, and it's so much better. It is, yeah, because there's just It's not fun. so much better, but it's, it's no, cleaner, but it's I think. Yeah. There's just, there's less fluff, and, and you know, I, I. And then we, you know, at the end of the episode, and I really did love the episode, but then at the end of it, it's like, she finds out, okay, there's a kid on Tatooine, and we see Luke sleeping in bed, and it's like, oh, dun, dun, dun. And it's like, oh, I'm so worried about Luke. Like, we know for a fact that in A New Hope, Luke knows nothing of Jedi's or the, Jedi or the Sith, and it's like completely yeah, nothing he's this, him. So, like, there's no... So, have you seen that thing that's going around the internet that's like will obi-wan like the show kill luke at the end it's like yeah did have you which timeline are you living in buddy like i thought it was a joke is it not or is it like i don't think think, i thought i thought it was clickbait no i thought it was clickbait i thought it was i think i thought people were like making fun of it for having no stakes because it's like that's amazing if it's clickbait (laughs) i thought it was i thought because it looks like i think it's from one of those like very almost AI generated like just churn yeah. them out writing sites and so yeah. I was relatively convinced that it is yeah maybe that's that'd yeah. be funny though but yeah I, I really appreciate I, you know we talked a lot about with Riva and it's like oh is she bad or gonna be good or all this whatever I like that they 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 very much gave her kind of a Darth Maul Asajj Ventress kind of storyline here where it's like I like that she's She's not bad or good. She's doing bad things right now, you know, now, mm-hmm. but she's she's just she's done a lot of bad things revenge. to be where she is, right? Like yeah, she's out for yeah. revenge, which is a bad trait when it comes to using the force, of course, and she's led by emotion and stuff. But she's not out here actually trying to make one side win or lose. She just actually wants revenge on Darth. Mm-hmm. And I right. and I kind of uh, I kind of dig that. And that's very on par with Darth Maul with Obi-Wan but also the Emperor Palpatine, you know, and, like, whatever. And it's very on par with what happens with Asajj Ventress and Count Dooku, where it's just very, like, I just want to – I just need you gone. Yeah. Like, F the rest. I'll do this. I'll be a bounty hunter, but I need you gone. And I yeah, I kind of – I like that they're giving her that kind of storyline because those characters, to me, always end up being some of the more interesting. So I'm excited to see where she goes. I actually want her around now, which is good. I did not want her, but now I want her. Yeah. I – do we have predictions – for the next episode. I'm going to go ahead and make a wild one here in that Obi-Wan and Luke and Leia all survive. Shocking, I know. That's ballsy. That's ballsy. I know. I know. I'm just going for it. I'm going for it. I'm going I'm to take a gamble. I, can, I don't know that I can commit to that. I'm going to take a gamble. <laughs> uh, I really hope we get more clues as to the Jedi and Amber. That's the thing that I want to know. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they set up a path show. That that, I mean, that's what I feel. I'm I'm glad that we <laughs> left Riva alive, and I was like, cool. Like, we're getting something with her, probably. Like, that is that feels aggressively the setup. Yeah, like maybe she'll maybe she'll get to a point where I don't know. Not that she would be like, oh, I can't beat Vader, but maybe something will happen when with her where it's like, if she can't beat him, she will save undermine others, him, save others from him. 
Well, I could see her be doing you know, it to like, like irk him, right? To irk him, yeah. But it's like, yeah. you know, and to kind of like to to not. She can't physically beat him and kill him, but she can try to beat him at the game. Right. You know that he's playing, that the emperor's playing, really. But but you know she. Everyone under Vader thinks that Vader's in control. Like right. you know, the emperor's not there <laughs> talking to them. So it, it's something where I could see that, and I would love if she found Quinlan and he was alive and still doing that and and Quinlan like like I said was is such a an interesting character in that he's not your average straight and narrow Jedi and often was not was not invited to be on the council and all these things because he's too like rough around the edges for it and he has his bouts with temptations to the dark side and stuff too so they could be an actually very interesting pairing in a show together unconventional yeah, methods really cool. to get it done yeah yeah I this is one of the ones where I'm like I could see drawing it out into a show, or whatever, just being justified by giving us, you know, a show with Reva instead of doing it as a movie and like giving it a spinoff. They're like, we're going to give you more time with this. And blah, blah. I'd be yeah. Like, fine, fine, fine. But I totally, yeah, I think if it is like just the path or whatever it is, I think that that really is something that works really well for a show because you could literally have a show in the vein of like Mando. Mm hmm. That it, rather than it being like a, a spaghetti western in space, it could be very, very episodic about them going, tracking down, and rescuing. Yeah, because it could be so different every people. week. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It doesn't have to actually have any like super big through line that we're like building toward. It could be just like a. Yeah, or they could have. Through, they've the given us the through line, right? It's just constantly exactly. undermine Vader. So, like, yeah. cool, yeah. we have a million. You, you ways could take to do it. That. You could take it and make it go so far, you know. And you could give mm -hmm. us like fun little nods if they do so well in all their shows. But I, I and I would be so here for it if done well. Yeah, like, really it would be opportunity to show us all these like, you know, different planets that aren't all Tatooine, and there's so many lush and cool planets that exist in the media that like, you know, we do see some of and we read about and we see whatever. But it'd be cool to like. Let's see these things. go there you know, yeah. take and like the and be able to see different types of force users too mm -hmm. and like you know because the you know the movies only really talk about jedi but there's a bunch of different force sensitive you know religions and and cults and whatever that exist that use the force differently than jedi do yeah well and them saving these force sensitive people and giving them new identities and turning them away from the force is honestly kind of a cool way to further answer people's questions about like well i thought luke was the only one or the, yeah. the only yeah, only exactly. this and that, whatever and it's like well yeah they the, they essentially all went to hiding and went yeah cut themselves but, off also you know, in some like, yeah. ways right yeah yeah exactly and so, so i think it could be a kind of anecdotally it could be a kind of a cool thing that feeds into that narrative mm -hmm. yeah i'm here for it did y'all notice who the writer, one of the writers was for this episode, who I am now seeing also wrote the story for the previous one. I did, mm -mm. isn't it? Um, Pixar, Pixar, yeah. Is one of, Andrew Stanton. Stanton, yeah, Andrew Stanton. I was like, yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? Surprised to see that at the end. Yeah, it was too. Good for him. Yeah, he's finally getting he's his fun stuff. live action moments. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was... Dying on the inside that he wasn't allowed to direct it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe, you know, this is a test run and maybe he will. Yeah, well, I'm sure he would be very happy to. Um, maybe he'll show run our path show. Don't know. We're not, we have not, even though it's been a decade, we have not forgiven not John Carter of Mars. I like John Carter. Well, you have bad taste and we know that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I think John Carter's wonderful. Okay. Ugh. 
<laughs> I feel like we must have watched different John Carters. We must, yeah. But speaking of Pixar, and considering that he was the also the screenwriter for Toy Story, uh, unless any any major other thoughts on Obi Wan? No. Okay. So we saw Lightyear. What did you two think of it? I think it was fun, and there's a lot of cool sci-fi nods, which is also cool. But I mean, you know, it's just incredibly disappointing that they don't decide to make Emperor Zurg his dad, like <laughs> it was told in, you know, Toy Story 2, and just uh-huh. like this older version of Buzz is such a mistake, in my opinion. And it, and so, you know, from that point on, it just kind of was like, all right, you know, not, not really. Oh, you, but you gave it, you liked it till that. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I liked it till, okay. I really liked, well, I liked it until, um, like what, um, I forget her name, but the um, the friend dies. You know, you get to see that whole moment, and like Aww. I cry, and like it's sure, magical, yeah. and like whatever. And then, but yeah, no, I didn't really like the ragtag team group, and I didn't like yeah most of the other stuff. Okay, Matt. I too also. I mean, I bump on the the Zerg thing. I love I love Zerg, and <laughs> that made me sad. But the movie itself. It's funny. I, I do enjoy it as a whole enough, but as a whole, it's just it's just lacking something, right? And it's that I felt, and I listen. I, I'm a huge sci-fi fan. I love the nods. I'm sure there are many I don't even know, but the ones that I saw, I mean, they are abundant and they are there, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. and I was having a lot of fun with that. And I've now, you know, like being able to try to like pick him, pick him out, and say, oh, cool, this and that, and you know, Pixar doesn't shy away from its Space Odyssey nods, and this did not, and obviously the Star Wars stuff is great. It's, it, you know, a lot of fun, but it felt like over-reliant on mm-hmm. sci-fi tropes and nods and lacking in just heart in general mm-hmm. a bit. I really like the Alicia Hawthorne character. I really loved her. I love, I actually really quite like the entire film up until she dies. I like the plot point of that, how that all happened okay. And then I like, you know, her granddaughter and this and that. But it just starts dragging and kind of just meandering for me after that. Yeah. Once we get back. And I like that. It's like, oh, we get there and the robots are there and the Zerg ship's there. And all the the teases to, like, Zerg is coming. I like all of that. But it just starts to drag. And it's it was frustrating in that the team of people, I sadly didn't like Taika's character. I thought he was kind of annoying. And I didn't. And then the other girl, Darby. Darby, I don't remember. Um, she was fine, but most of their one-liners I didn't find very funny. Uh-huh. But I was getting frustrated when watching in that every single thing that went wrong is because they were clumsy and messing it up rather mm. than like actual things that were difficult. You know, when they're fighting the one robot, that was difficult, but they just keep messing things up. And then it just was like, God, this is annoying because then we have to go on this subplot and yeah. figure that out until we can get back to the plot, which wasn't all that thick with right and it just feels like the whole message is like it's okay if you make mistakes and like i guess so but to be honest like but like buzz like stranded people on a whole planet and sure they all signed up for space travel and like whatever but i don't think that like the moral of this i mean it ends up being like he needs to learn to ask for help and like get people but it's like the only personality traits that buzz had the entire time and granted Buzz as a character is arrogant and like whatever in all the different movies. Mm-hmm. But it was just like so like I'm just so over like I only work alone. I only work, you know what I mean? Like it just got to the point where it was like, 
okay, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, no other substance or something to care about with him. So then once his friend dies, it's like, oh, well, that's like literally the heart of the story. And now, anyway, so like what what I was, you know, Matt and I were talking about it a little and um, because we watched it together and I ended up, I just think it would have been so much more interesting if Buzz's dad had just like disappeared at some point and he grew up with this like legacy sort of hanging over his head and or maybe his dad made a mistake or, you know what I mean? Something happened and then it gets revealed that it's him and he doesn't want to become that. And like, I just think that would have been more interesting and more intriguing than this weird future self. Yeah. I think it's interesting, Matt, that you blamed the other characters for their mistakes. I, to me, I was like, this is all Buzz's fault, right? Because they like they gave us a moment of that when, you know, they're talking about the um, invisible moments, you know, and then it's like, it's actually not their fault. You didn't tell them because your ego got in the way. So I was constantly just being like, I hate Buzz so much. Yeah. I've always been a woody person. His neuroses are more aligned with mine. But I think... I'm a Rex person, so I, I, I can't. That's also fair. This. You want to talk about neuroses? Um, <laughs> but, this, but. but but I think the thing I bumped on so many things. I I want to be clear. Like I had a fine time, right? Mm-hmm. I just think the fact that this came from Pixar is part of the problem, and that they've shown, especially with the recent ones, that they're like original good stories. They're so good at it, and then. One, from the get-go, when they're like, this is that movie from 1995. And I was like, he would have had the cat toy. Oh, I said <laughs> like, that immediately after. Well, I was yeah, like, that's one thing that Matt yeah, immediately said. He was I, like, toy barn, and there would be way more toys. Right, <laughs> right. But, but, but I think the thing is, I was like, we have seen this film in live action. Maybe we haven't seen an animation. It's a little bit Top Gun Maverick, honestly. Like, we've just seen it a hundred kajillion times. And for me, I don't care that it's animated. It's still a film. I don't need another white man protagonist ego film, right? I don't care what the sci-fi is. Okay, I don't need that. And that the all the supporting characters were the women and the people of color or the, like, you know, the queer characters who were also people of color. I was like, give me a movie about Buzz going missing or something and that they have to figure out how to get him. That's the only way I'm okay with, you know, you inserting Buzz into this and us having to do that. I don't need Buzz to be at the center of things anymore. And I hate that this also sets up Buzz being at the center of things again, you know, for whatever yeah. Space Rangery spinoff thing that they've tried to shoehorn think, in. Yeah, I think from the day that it got announced, I think we probably all agree, and I think a lot of the population agree, that it's, like, not something that anyone needed. Right. <laughs> and so it was an interesting choice. And it was kind of a bummer because I remember thinking, I don't need Toy Story 4. Why are you Mm -hmm. doing this? And then it ended up being perfect and wrapped up everything so amazingly and just like seamlessly part of that like whole. It had something to say, you know? And I was like, what do you just like those ones where it was like, but this Buzz Lightyear movie, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. It, It just feels like a gross cash grab. And I actually had to think about it. I was like, where do I rank this in my pantheon of pixar films and i was like where do i put this compared to like a cars (laughs) i don't have an answer yet but the fact that that's the question i had to ask myself versus being like wow where in the top five do i put turning red you know (laughs) like having the back-to-back i was like yeah and i will say i've seen on social but like a few people i've talked to too that have young kids the children have been very enamored by it yeah that doesn't surprise me and that is cool. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, but I, but I look back at like, obviously, you know, I was a little kid watching Star Wars and all these things too. 
but being a little kid and like seeing this like big like sci-fi epic type of thing like it's it's cool that it exists for that but i i just think with the father storyline and with all this different stuff there were so many ways that didn't don't seem all that difficult to implement that you could have made this actually seem necessary mm-hmm. while making it as gorgeous as it was yeah mm-hmm. yeah like again it's well animated it's beautiful I mean, there were some shots in there. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. But, like, you know, and it was. But funny. none of that matters if your story isn't compelling. Yeah. And that's, and that's the bummer. And I, you know, I had fun with the little nods and stuff and back to even things that he says in Toy Story. And when they're flying in that area and it's like, it's like the video game Rex is playing and Toy Story 2, like, you know, like that stuff's all fun. Yeah, yeah. But again, yeah, it's all kind of, uh, it all, I guess, kind of starts to get a little bit gimmicky when you don't have that, like, normal Pixar heart of a story that right. that I wanted there. And I thought Alicia got us close to it for moments. Like mm-hmm. I, she, she made me mm-hmm. cry. She was a great character. And I, that, that scene, it's my favorite scene in the whole movie, but when she, you know, the, when he gets the message from her and she's dying and you see Izzy come say, talk to her. And the, you know, I think that that is such a touching, really cute. Just like, that's it. Like, that's like, this is where you do this really well. Yes. Um, yeah. And it kind of reminded me, that moment, I guess it kind of reminds me of how I felt about another movie that should be, should have been like my, this is my top five, like you're saying, uh, was when Good Dinosaur was coming out. And I think I liked The Good Dinosaur more than a lot of people like The Good Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me of that in the way where you have this movie and it's kind of like a lot of times you're like, oh, okay, you know, and then there's these moments that are like the hearts, like, okay, there, that's where it shines through. And it feels kind of like, yeah, like the cave like painting, the yeah. fire, the fire scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when he's like, when oh God, when Arlo's like trying to get up later on, and he sees his dad get up, and then he's walking, oh God, and yep. then and then he sees there's no footprints behind him because he's not really there. Like that stuff is like yeah. put a knife right in my heart and just twist it around. Like I, I, you know, I do. I and I think that film had more touching moments than this did. But I just it reminded me of that. Where as a whole, I left. I leave it kind of feeling a little bit lackluster. Mm-hmm. but it's a bummer because you're like, oh, okay, but I, you showed me these glimmers of like where that potential really was, and it's like, well, what happened? I think the other direction they could have gone with this was to just have an original space epic and not rely on this being the toy within this movie, within the whatever, and I would have been maybe more amenable to it, but the being like, no, we got to tie this in, we got to replace the Disneyland buzz, you know, all this stuff, it just really bogged it down in a way that I was like, this feels like it was generated by like an AI who watched all the Pixar movies and did a good job of it, but was like, beep, boop, like here's formula, blah, you know? Yeah. yeah no, I could, just, I could see that. It's like we're all saying, it's just, it just was missing heart, right? Like, yeah, it was missing that. Or con- more heart. Cause it had more like heart. a tiny, it, it, had, got, it had that one scene. Like I'll it's, give it the one yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. The one scene was fantastic. Um, but I think, I mean, the heart was missing from Buzz, is what I'll say, like, yeah. as a character. Like, yeah. we care Izzy about him a little. Izzy got me like, eventually. You know, but like, Izzy, like, yeah, but you know. but Buzz himself, I just didn't care too much. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we've known him for a long time, and we've, you know, but I was, but this is a different version of him. Right, I think and that's then the problem. And this one was, like, yeah. missing. And so you don't get the, they, it's like they try to rely on this history with this character, but you can't, because you're telling me that this is the one that that our buzz is based off of, right? Right. And so it means that this is an entirely different thing. And so you need to build this character from the ground up and make him 
someone we care. I mean, he didn't even bond with his cat until the cat came up with an answer for his fuel problem. I, like, I do think it did remind me of the very first out of the box buzz, who I hated, who no I was probably supposed buzz, to hate. Right? Yeah, well, this is the problem. People do like that buzz. Yeah. They are wrong. Okay, but I mean, <laughs> no, I know. I, I know. But, he's supposed right. to be the antagonist, essentially, in that story. But like, it. You know, which Woody's the antagonist. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah think, but but yeah. no, we we've, we've yeah. gone on four movies of Journey and and you know X shorts and all that stuff with Buzz, where he has become where I'm like, yeah, of course I like Buzz Lightyear at this point, but then they're like, oh, just kidding, this is the other Buzz Lightyear, you know. Well, and the thing is, he to be arrogant and all that stuff, but you can have him have heart and have him yeah. care about him. You know, yeah. to be fair, I would have been I would have been sitting here bumping off of bumping on that if if like. If this was some really heartfelt, like, oh, my God, Buzz, whatever. And I'm like, well, why was the toy like that then? Like when he first, you know, because I'd be like, he's based off this movie, right? So mm-hmm. I'd be bumping on that. But there's still a way to have him be that Buzz, but then crack through it, right? Yes. And if, yeah. like, and if you like, get if the if arc, you can do it. It's Pixar, like, right? Like, there, yeah. there's some of the greatest storytellers of our, you know, of our lives. And it's but like, if you get to that arc where you can crack that nut and you can get, get in there and like find the heart of him, like three quarters of the way through the film. And he has this like, you know, turnaround moment, all this mm-hmm. stuff. You still get to make your toy based off the funny, like caricature that he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it could still really, really work. And they, and again, they, you know, they did, they gave him some heart. It wasn't like they gave him nothing. I felt for him every now and then, but it just was so surface level. It scratched yeah. it. It wasn't like there. And I'm like, we spent far less time with Izzy. And, you know, I was holding my breath a little bit when she jumped mm-hmm. out of the airlock to go all the way across, like in space. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was. It's her greatest felt, fear. <laughs> but I, I felt it. And I was, and, you know, I found her mildly irritating at times, but I, I ended up caring far more about what happened to her than I cared about what was going to happen to Buzz. Well, and I think that's the other thing, right? Is like you knew Buzz was going to be fine no matter what because they're not going to do something to their character. And this is the issue with all of the franchised movies yeah. is that – and, you know, talking about Obi-Wan and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, only periphery characters or ones that we haven't built an entire empire around like can have consequences, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> – I was also just so annoyed by the character design. I know it's because I get I get what they were going for, but I was like, just his head should just constantly be like down. You should constantly his chin <laughs> is so, so voluminous. <laughs> like like the mass of his jaw is so upsetting to me. Yeah. He looks like Mr. Potato Head. Like <laughs> I'm just like, I get what you were trying to do here and like reverse engineer the toy to the character. But I think one of my questions is, had this come out at a different point in the Pixar history sequencing, do you think we would have been more welcoming of it or less or the same, you know? I think slightly more. I think, I think we've gotten so much Toy Story. And even though for especially people our age who grew up with those coming out, Mm -hmm. It it's such a part of our DNA in ways like Toy Story. I mean, you know, everybody knows Toy our Story, pop culture. Right? You know, it's yeah. A big, it's yeah. And so, it, and it and it spans that again with four coming out kind of recently too. It's like it spans a large amount of time that new Toy Story stuff comes out. And you know, that being said, that I we would be more interested and and excited about the potential of what it could be when we were 
less oversaturated with Toy Story. Yeah. But now I think it's fun for the little kids, I guess, who like maybe haven't seen Toy Story. They're so young or maybe they're whatever. It's like it's kind of fun that you, you bring it back and, you know, whatever. If there are people like that, I don't know. But it's like we are kind of looking at it and like, well, this franchise should have ended with three. Then you convinced me actually four was necessary, which I agree with that. Like I, I like four better than three. Like I love four. Right. Oh, and I thought three had the perfect ending though. Like I that, think it did. And then, the, yeah. then four, I, I like four and, as well, but I, I just convinced yeah. me that I wasn't done with Woody's story. And I was shocked by that, but, but <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I loved four and I was like, okay, cool. You can have it. That's the encore. I loved it. Okay, cool. And now you needed to convince me again that this franchise is worth opening back up. And I just didn't really see it. Yeah. I did. I did come out of it, even though I know Pixar Pier is over at California Adventure. But I did come out of it being like, "This would be a fun overlay on Space Mountain." Though, did you notice that the yeah. uh, the colony they were building, that one building, it looked like Space Mountain? And I was like, "Hmm." So somebody who listens to the podcast texted me, and they're like, "I bet you Matt is going to be upset when they overlay Space Mountain into uh, yeah, Toy Story." I, was like, I don't. <laughs> why would he be upset by? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, I don't know, Matt, but I just feel like it'd be upset like that you were a purist for like the park. Well, I, I was like, I do, I do so like I'm glad that you put the idea up on your own. Yeah. See, yeah, I was gonna say, so you can tell Matt likes Ghost Galaxy. Matt actually does not find a lot of purpose going on Space Mountain unless there's an overlay. So, okay, yeah, it's very painful yeah. for me because it's so huge. But B, I also just like want a story. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, I love. I mean, <laughs> The Star Wars overlay is fantastic, too. It's yeah. so good. I like all the overlays, actually. So I would be excited to see an overlay, too. It would work yeah. well. It would be fun. Yeah. For me, I think that I might have been more excited to see Lightyear if it had come out sooner. But I don't know that I would have, like, the story, I would have still probably Right. If the story was the same, we'd the have. Story. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, so, unfortunately, it's one of those times when Pixar didn't change my mind after I saw it. Yeah. I, I agree I agree with that. It's which, especially again. like you mentioned the the previous films, but I mean, you look at Turning Red, you look at Luca, you look at Soul. I mean, all three of and those it's are like far it's like they're so good. And then you came out with this, and you were like, uh. <laughs> yeah, well, or even oh my, what is the sequence of film? Because it was Onward, Soul, Luca, this. When did I mean, Turning Red and this? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, was for before. for me, like the true one of the biggest marks in toy, uh, to- sorry, in Pixar cinematic history is Inside Out. Because I was like, it's mm-hmm. such, it's, it, I, I truly rank it as one of the most brilliant films because it gives like a, a universally accessible vocabulary for how to talk about emotions and feelings, right? And I was like, that's whose brain thinks like that, Pete Doctor. But Toy Story Four is a couple of years after that, so I was like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. But it's the the fact that this is all post. That's what has come out since. And then we get this. I was like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where all that being said, I found enjoyment in, in part, lots of parts of it I found enjoyment in. And I, I really do like the first, like, 20 minutes of it a lot. And I, uh, I it's hard. Yeah, I, you know what I, I mean? Like, it's like anyone not to see it. I oh, would no, just say, yeah. hey, yeah. It's, it's fun. You know, it's a good time. You know, it's not quite as good as some Pixar films, but you know, it's worth watching. It's We're just talking like... about the cream of the crop of the people who animate things. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. To make some truly incredible films. And so it's hard because they get put up against each other. Right. I was like, if this had come out from another studio and it hadn't been Buzz Lightyear, you know, we people have been like, wow, did you see this amazing animated action film? 
Mm-hmm. And I, I will give it credit. One of my notes was, I like the action in this better than I like Jurassic World Dominion. It's also mm-hmm. about 45 minutes shorter. So sure. yeah. that was yeah. ideal. Yeah. But I think the thing that possibly bums me out the most is that they forced the theatrical, not forced, they went with the theatrical on this one. I get why they did it, but that they didn't let Turning Red do it. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, it's okay. Yeah. And I get, and I, I was excited for them that they're in IMAX and blah, blah, and it's all great. But yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, and I think that also is what hurts the film even a little bit more too, is that not only is it everything we're saying when it comes to what we expect from Pixar and what we've gotten many times from Pixar, most times, right? Yeah. It also is three months after Turning Red. <laughs> which Well, and also... Know, Turning you, Red you, is, is something else, right? Yeah, so you have to go to a theater for just it. Incredible. And this one is just, you know... Yeah. Well, I my mom was like, oh, I want to see it. And I was like... And they have not been to a movie since the pandemic started, right? And so I was like, this is not the movie you are going to go back for. Like, I forbid it. Yeah, if, you, if you've been waiting. Yeah, if you've been waiting. Yeah, I was like, if you did anything, it should have been everything everywhere all at once, like for my parents. But I was like, this don't even pick Top Gun Maverick or something like that. But this will be on Disney Plus in a couple months. Like, this was this yeah. was not worth turning red. I would have put, considered being like, mm, actually, sure. maybe go see it. But this is not, this is not it. Yeah. Again, but again, it's not a bad movie. It's just no, yeah. the bar is so high. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it, is that there's not, I know we're beating a dead horse, but there's nothing about it that you, I come out and I'm like, well, that wasn't a good film. It's completely yeah, no, decent film. It's yeah, just, it's, it's, yeah, it just could, could, and I wish was. We know it has the potential to be. So much and more it even elevated. had its own moment of showing us that it was capable of it. And uh, like, yeah. And it was like, yeah. I'm going to punch you right in the gut and, and yeah. her. And Socks was a delight. I oh, I. I like love hate socks because I'm like, I know you designed this to just be. I know you hate that I, stuff when you know yeah. I always gravitate toward it. And I run, well, no, had it not been a cat, I feel like I would have liked it more. Oh. Yeah, but it was such a direct nod to Battlestar. You know, I'm definitely cat, allergic to them. It. Like, it's just, you know. I mean, I understand, but I just love yeah. a cat, you know. Well, I didn't, I just, uh, like, I didn't want it to be an animal we knew. Like, I, yeah. I was like, give me a, yeah, you know, give me the like robot from, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I felt, to me, it felt like a very direct. Like a little robot. Yeah. Yeah, but it felt like a very direct nod to nod to Battlestar Galactica. I think what is it, Muffet or whatever the name is, that thing. And it's like oh. that's whatever creature that is. But it could have been something like that where it's not. Maybe Muffet's supposed to be a dog. I actually don't know what Muffet's supposed to be. Is it Muffet? Am I crazy? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's I thought it was like an alien it, thing, just because, but just like a vague sort of thing. Oh well, I think that it was a cat like Jones, but I well, think yeah. like alien, Muffet I, I think. is a dog. So it is a dog. I think it was a mix of that, and then they're going off Jones, you know, Ripley's cat and alien, but well, that she adopted. Okay, I but, I had not thought right. about that. It could also like, be like Doctor Who. There's a dog. Um, one of the companions has a dog. I forget. Oh, K nine, K nine. Yeah, it's a dog, but it's like a robot. It's a robot. Companion yeah. I guess thing. I would have just preferred it be not, yeah. but it, it, an orange. But it was like cat. looking like Jones, <laughs> yeah. but from Alien. Yeah. All right. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But again, well, and, he would yeah. have had the toy. Yeah. No, that's the thing. That, so like these, all these other characters, like there would have been an Alicia Hawthorne toy. There would have been like all this team. There would have been toys of all of these, not just Zerg and Buzz Lightyear. And, yeah. And, and again, it it that fact is only hurt by the fact that we went to Al's Toy Barn and Toy Story 2 and saw the shelves, right? right. All just right. Buzz Lightyear. But if we never like, saw the shelves. Two is the, like bane of this movie's yeah. existence. 
Yeah, because right. like we just never saw the shelves. It's like even mine. Andy never had the Prospector or, or Bullseye or any of that before Toy Story 2 either. He just had Woody. Like yeah. so, he's just he's yeah. just that guy. He just yeah. <laughs> only cares about the boy. That's, <laughs> you know, that's true. You are uh, right. We saw the toy store and it was like, hmm, it's all just Buzz. Yeah, and Zerg, <laughs> which listen, you know, I wanted I I wanted a Zerg toy. Oh, I didn't. I had a Not out of this, toy. but I wanted to, you know. What a silly name. Yeah. What are you, like, who named these things? What I know. <laughs> made us for the last almost 30 years have to say these things with a straight face. As Buzz and Woody. <laughs> okay, well, moving on to I don't even know how to describe it. We watched Spiderhead. Thoughts? I really suffered with this film. Yep. Really suffered. I hated it so I did apologize to you in advance. I <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. I know. It was so rapey and disgusting and like it was just like horrifyingly gross to me. Like I hated all of Jackie, it. Jackie, did you end up ever seeing Top Gun Maverick? No. Okay. I didn't either. Oh, you didn't? Neither of you still did. Haven't, yeah. <laughs> okay. I have problems with Tom Cruise. We've talked about that, but this is from the same director. Yeah. within a couple weeks of it obviously they were filmed at different times etc cetera, etc cetera. miles tellers in both and i'm just like what happened here <laughs> like what how did you you've shown us that you can make like a decent action movie at least like how did you what what did we watch i thought i fell asleep watching the end of it and had to rewatch it in the morning and i was just like i thought i had imagined how bad it was nope yeah nope my body For just me- shut down <laughs> For me, like I, I'm. I mean, yeah, I don't like watching rapey things in movies, but at the same time, like I'm not bothered by that plot point as far as like what the movie is, right? I'm bothered by the fact that like I don't understand why anything mattered, and I don't understand like just it ended up just being like this, like everything just went nowhere to me. I was just so mad. There were like no consequences. There was nothing. We just got to watch them in this house get abused, and then he just gets to kill himself. Okay. I, it was real bad. Like the, I don't know if I need to blame Chris Hemsworth for this or if I need to blame the director for it. Cause it feels like a combo, right? Of the, his performance to me, I felt like was actually the most upsetting. (laughs) I was like, I like you in like jovial, comedic, whatever roles. I thought he did a good job at the gross gaslighter, dude. Yeah. I guess, right, but I was like, I feel like you're playing the role they asked you to set out to play, but I also hate this role so, so much. Well, I hate the role, but he he was trying to play something different, and I think we were yeah. supposed to hate him. Right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he did it poorly, basically. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which means I mean, you blame the director, I guess. For- I hated the character. I mean, I, hate, I hated the movie, and I hated that he played that character, but I don't think he did it poorly. Yeah. And then, you know, Journey, who I love from birds of prey mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't think she did poorly or anything but I yeah, just... it, was, it was questionable i and yeah chris did pretty well I, I mean there were a couple times it slipped but i thought his american accent was decent i was realizing when watching i was like god i don't actually know if i ever does he ever talk in an american accent because it's like even in thor he's not talking like an american accent he's you know he's not um, australian but he's something else you know what is he using ghostbusters like, huh. yeah i guess he is in ghostbusters huh he's probably talking oh, or is he true. like he's as american yeah, I don't know, but I was just, I, I kept on. He's American in that. I can't I kept remember. On, like, I mean, thinking like, oh, wow, it doesn't, like, I'm, it, obviously it's his voice, but I remember I just kept thinking like, oh, it's funny. If I closed my eyes and just was listening, I'm not sure. I, I immediately would have been like, that's Chris Hemsworth. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. different, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's it's interesting because it was, it was basically kind of a, re- not reverse, but 
very much inspired by A Clockwork Orange, very clearly. Well, so it's based on a nearly. short story that was in the New Yorker, apparently. Okay. Which I was well, like, it's a, what? <laughs> feels inspired by the future that is in A Clockwork Orange. Sure, that's that's that. quite but, possible. It's a recent. But, it's a more recent story, I think. So yeah, yeah. You know, because I mean, I I don't know. I assume everyone's probably familiar with Clockwork. It's one of I love Clockwork Orange. It's very disturbing, obviously, but that's like where you're locked up and they're doing this new experimental treatment on the worst like villains in the world. Yeah. And trying to like see if there's a way to make it so that if you do inflict harm on another person, it makes you physically ill. So it's like trying to turn a monster good is what Clockwork Orange is about, you know? And it's like, well, this it's, prevent, kind of... it's to prevent them from like tapping into their monster. Exactly. Not, like, turning and, them good. Yeah, exactly. And so that, well, they, yeah, well, that's the thing. You're not gonna turn into a good person, but, but by society standards, you'll be a good person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in that yeah. you're like not murdering and raping people. You're anymore. doing the bare minimum. <laughs> in exactly. that you're, yeah. 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 You're just, you know, but, and I think that, and it's a concept that in that story, I find so fascinating and I love it, but somehow here <laughs> yeah. they managed to make it so drab. And so just like, well, because the things that they were choosing, like the drugs, like, okay, well, why do we have to start with this rape drug instead of some, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so sexual attraction would be something you can use as a spy or like as a whatever, but it's not going to stop someone from being bad. Yeah. Well, I don't think they were looking at it as a rape drug. I'm not defending it, but you know, they're yeah. like, oh, we're trying to come up with true love. And I was like, well, and how are far you, can we push this? And like, how far me? will they take? And they've yeah. been testing already, of course. So they've been testing other right. things. It's like, but it was just like the story, but yeah. But it just feels. I was like more that, confused. That to me just felt like a. No, no, you're right. You're right. Normal. At the end of the day, it is like we want to put sex in this movie somehow. One hundred. So but leave their clothes on. <laughs> and then it was like instead, but it, but like, it would have been more interesting if there was a drug that they were, you know, like the B nine or whatever they called it, that was like more about like making them docile or like you know what i mean like anything else i guess yeah this is the easiest to illustrate though and i think that's probably part of it too which is like when you think of those things i know it's not it's sick but when you think of those other things it's like for the scene work you know to start out with saying that oh you're moderately attractive until like all of a sudden i can't help but like just yeah, 100%. I mean, right it here. felt like a bunch of, like, weird, bad acting classes. Yeah, um, it did. Like, improv. Like, weird, like, you right. know, like, but, oh, but that was the, That's the thing I wanted to talk about. It's like, the, just how much they just go into the deep end of being like, oh, no, not the, I don't even remember, it's a Darken Flux or whatever. And I was like, yeah. what? Okay, like, did we have to do with something so stupid, too? Darken? Yeah. I was, like, so annoyed. When it was called, it, I was yeah. like, oh, this is so dumb. It was so dumb. And just, like, they the way, they said it so many times in a row. And I was like, and I know that like I know every it is, movie but you on the still have to exist. Yeah. But it will always drive me crazy. It takes 10 minutes to die of suffocation. And obviously she just like passed out or whatever. But you're also like, I don't know, I hate that. It was dumb with her belt. That whole thing was Yeah. Dumb. It was it was all it was all very bad. And then they, I think the thing that was like I I'd almost be interested in reading the short story just to see how this part of it compares, but I was like, okay. Well, they, we have to give a reason for them being at this prison, right? And so they have to have committed a crime that is bad enough to, yeah. as an audience, that we are like, okay, fine, I guess you belong in a jail like this, but not so bad that we hate them. And it's, I think especially what they chose for Journey's character, I was like, you go straight to hell. Like, yeah, you, like, we're really going to hold that over our heads somehow? Like, come. yeah. 
like clearly well i know for a fact this was written completely by men and directed by a man and all this stuff i was like all right zero understanding and yes, he of- has every right to feel bad that he killed his lost love or whatever and but the fact that he like leaves her weird voicemails and then like oh yeah that was so strange and then it turns out that like he was just drunk and got in the car like it was like okay but like i don't know it would have been more interesting to me if they had done more intentional right bad things but as an audience you know they can't be so can bad that we have those... to i know i know still... yeah it was, i think it was... would have been more interesting is if like they had done something diabolical but like maybe we really truly never found out what it was that would have been fine that would have been fine i don't need to know. it's like that's kind of daring because at the end of the day too you know i yeah there are you want to like certain characters but i go back to like my, one of my favorite movies closer or like district nine I do not have to like the main character to get invested in what's going yeah. on. You know, I don't have to, I, I could yeah. be like, like honestly, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> it's case in point. I mean, he's the worst human on the planet and I'm very invested in what happens to him. It's not because I'm like, oh, I hope he's okay. But it's like, I'm genuinely invested to see what happens to this guy, you know? And so it's like, you could do it in a way if you can actually write this well. I was also bumping on just things like, I don't know if I missed something, but like, why was it a big deal that he was basing the names of the drugs off of a bingo card? Yeah, I couldn't figure out why that was a big deal. I, I could not. Maybe it like bothered him, like, the visceral him. level somehow. But, like, I yeah. I was trying but to like, figure out, like, because I thought maybe the bingo card would end up being, like, you can make these people have sex. Or you can make these, you know what I mean? Like, some right, not just rich people game. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, some, you know, maybe it ends up, you know, like that short story about, like, um, the rich people who are like hunting humans, like it yeah, ends you mean up being the like, most dangerous game. Yeah, there we go. It's one of my favorite stories of all time. Like truly, it is. Yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah, yeah. it's like one of like a a modern version of that where they have a bingo card and they have to you know make people do these various things you know and it's some weird rich people game is what you I originally like, thought. Yeah, like, yeah. and right. I was like, oh, that could be interesting. And then it was not that at all. And I was like, okay. Or like that you could eventually be like these rich people could be like buying humans. Well, the, to like keep and to do whatever they want them to do. And the like, other you know. thing they sort of set up that I thought they were maybe going with with the, like the particular things that they were making. I was like, are we going in like a seven deadly sins scenario? Right. Because you've got like lust slash love. You see that guy eat until he throws up. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. cool. You've got gluttony, you know, dark and blah, blah, blah is anger, rage, wrath or something like that. So yeah. I, thought, I was like, maybe that's where we're going. But then I was like, what's this to your point? What is this whole bingo card? There's. I'm not going to I'm not going to say it's the right thing, but I was like, is there some sort of weird, dumb science, actual science behind it where it's like, cool, these actual things for, you know, create the chemical compound that does this. I don't think that's correct. I think that's giving them way more credit than. But it was just so and I was like, why was Miles Teller so upset about it? Like it was like this moment of like, oh, my God, I see what you're doing here. It's like, well, you've known what he's doing here. Like you've been victim of it for a long time now. So. It just was this weird, like, I don't understand what plot point you're trying to communicate to me right now. But then there was the whole thing where it's like, just kidding, the the thing we're actually testing is the B6, which is like the control one. Right. Right? That was a thing. Yeah? I think so. But but again, like, it's just how it relates to anything. I don't know. It just, it was just a lot of smoke and mirrors. And I just thought, like, the whole thing was like, (laughs) that no meaning, there's no purpose to any of it. I was like, Why? But why? I, I don't know. And it's truly baffling to me. The money, time, whatever, like the writers are the Deadpool and Zombieland writers. 
the director is, you know, Top Gun Maverick, which for better or for worse is doing really, really well. You know, I like Chris Hemsworth as an actor. I think Miles Teller is a fine actor as well. You know, they're all like fine to go. We know they're capable it. of being good. There's yeah. what? Yeah. There was some money behind it. Aside from there was a lot of money behind it. Apparently. That scene when, aside from him flying out of the windshield of that car, ooh. Aside from that, <laughs> it looked good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it looked good. It sounded good. It was like okay. You know, and, and it just. I thought the set was really nothing. cool with the, that they were living yeah. on. You know, like I thought that whole thing. I, yeah, like, I, hated, I hated through, the music. <laughs> well, three quarters of the way through, I was like, honestly, I'm just grateful that this is not a show that mm. I, for some reason, have to watch. Yeah. Because it felt like the premise of a thing that right that these days would be stretched over eight episodes. Yep. <laughs> Make me want to gouge my eyes out. I mean, I wouldn't finish it, but I just, you know, I was like, well, it's nice that it's contained to a movie because it's pointless. It'd be better if it didn't exist. Apparently, 100%. there was a large, the large, a lot of the budget went to the music, which again, I got that they were trying to be ironic, but I hated it. <laughs> like the songs they chose, or like probably like, so licensing the songs. Yeah, I honestly didn't even really like, notice the music song? that much. So, oh, I, see, I did because it was it was in such stupid contrast to everything yeah. that would be happening. You know. Well, I noticed it because it started out with Super Tramp and I love the Logic song and I but at the time I didn't know even what I didn't even know what the movie was about I just pushed play and I didn't either I was totally fine with that song and then yeah it was and then everything got went a little, awry got yeah. a little on the nose <laughs> but yeah. yeah but I yeah I can't even think about what the actual score was like if there was one I can't even remember no either. I think I think for in terms of music it went to like licensing because there were some big yeah. songs in there I was just like I bet you when they wrote it, they t- pulled like an Edgar Wright or something, right? Where they're just like, this has to be the thing that contrasts it in the moment. And it made me think of, um, was it Bad Times at El Royale? Yeah. Which is also Chris Emsworth doing the weird, yeah, A lot of style know. over substance. Yeah. I was just like, hey. But this is, I'm so worried for the next one of these, which is the Gray Man, which I think is supposed to be the most expensive one to date possibly. And it's like Chris Evans and maybe also Chris Hemsworth. You know, it's a bunch of like Avengers alumni. I'm sorry, it's Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans and Regis Jean Page and Anna de Armas. And I'm just like, and oh, and Jessica Henwick. Wow. But this is just furthering the the problem that we're having with these Netflix originals. I agree. It's driving up the cost of my damn subscription. <laughs> and I'm not getting value. No. <laughs> pain. I'm not seeing the returns. So much pain. pain. Okay. <laughs> Only getting pain. I, I really did feel pain watching this. I just, like yeah, I was genuinely like, I really hate this. I know. I'm so- and it wasn't even so bad. It was good. That was the other problem. No, it just yeah. was like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we watched I mean, the I fair amount. I managed to watch the whole thing somehow. But- oh, really? Yeah, that's enough for you, Jackie. God, I, I stopped and I stopped with there was like 13 minutes left. And I was like, I guess I'll see how no, this you- ends. Oh. <laughs> I was almost going to suggest you watch it at like one and a half speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like you didn't need. But like, I basically was it. I was like, "Ooh, I hate this," and then I was so I wasn't really paying a ton of attention to sure, it. If we're yeah. being really honest, you know. I think, in fact, I did try and watch it at one and a half speed for a while, and then I turned the subtitles on, and then it was like dark and flocks, and I was like, "I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like what?" And I had to just go back to watching it regularly. And be like, what? Yeah. Do, what's yeah. going on here? But left the subtitles on because I had no idea what they were saying because it was all written in gibberish. It was rough. It was rough. We did we did a lot to watch this week, but uh, we're watching yeah. what? Did we watch other things? Yeah, I mean, I think you watched too, Janet. But I watched Cha Cha real smooth. Mm-hmm. I loved it. 
Did you? I really loved it. Yeah. Have you seen Shit House? No. That's his first film. I had is... no idea who he was, and I thought okay. I actually really liked him in this. Because obviously, I actually hadn't seen a trailer for anything, but I'm, I think it's no secret, I'm hugely into Dakota Johnson. Yeah. And I would, I'd probably, I'd watch anything she did, honestly. And I went in excited because she was in it, but not knowing anything about it. And I, I really thought it was great. I thought it had a lot of heart. I thought it was funny, but sad. And like, just, I thought everyone was great in it. I would be interested to hear your thoughts on going back and trying to watch Shit House, which is his, yeah. his debut feature. I, I think it's, Shit House is fine. It's just the, yeah. these two are, very similar. And I think he does them really oh, well. Okay. But yeah. I'm like, this is this is basically the more grown up version, right? Like, uh, okay. It's, yeah. Uh, that makes me. The guy's only 25, which I find very which upsetting. Which I hate. It's really upsetting. Because yeah. I was like, you're talented. I don't like that. And I will say, I, not to harp on my love for Dakota, because I understand criticisms of Dakota too. But this kind of made me, because I, I, I was like, oh, God, I just, I love her. But she is largely the same in everything. Yep. Right? Yep. But what's, what I find fascinating about that is I feel like, for the most part, I see her in something, and I think of like, was it the was it called the Lost Daughter? The Lost Daughter, we yeah. That. Obviously, I love Suspiria. All, all these different things you see her in, and it's like she manages somehow to play this character who might just be who she is. I have no idea, but play this character and bring it like, but bring the same characterizations for the most part to this role, and then the film somehow goes and works miraculously well around that character <laughs> like is, is yeah. that weird like i'm not saying it's all her credit but i just like no 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 i i happens where she fits really well into everything i see her in but she is largely the same but she's I very much the same yeah but i love her yeah i don't know i, I, thought I, it was, I don't I thought but it. i thought i thought you were right she it works fine for this movie yeah but it's he's again he only has two films so not fair to judge to the same level of her filmography but i do think that it's I was like, oh, you need to start doing something different or you're yeah. going to be the same thing, which is not the worst thing, you know. So it's still like a, an impressive level. But sure. did either of you end up watching Good Luck to You, Leo Grand? Not yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want Jackie to watch that one in particular. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, just, I, I just, I don't know why, but I was just like, yep. Right. <laughs> you know, what you like again? romance more than, you know, the, like, the most like, out of all of us. I had to go look and see what I had watched because I forgot what I watched, of course. I tried to watch Abbott Elementary. I watched like three episodes. I didn't think any of it was funny. So I was kind of like, it's because everyone really likes it and I wanted to. So I don't know. But I, I, I watched, I only watched two episodes actually. I didn't watch too many. And then I also tried to watch The Leg Legend of um, Vox Machina, which is like, oh, um, I listened to the podcast you, for a really? long time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I did when I worked when I worked um, in Alameda. I used to listen to the podcast, but it, this is the like first season of the podcast, and I started with the second season mm -hmm. of the podcast because they start over with a new story every once in a while. And so I started. I came in during a different story, and so I thought I would really like this because I loved that pod, you know, that podcast. But I didn't. I mean, it didn't grab me anyway. So yeah, so I had a kind of disappointing week, I guess. Yeah, I, I tried to watch that show as well because I was like, I don't get what the deal with Critical Role is. And there's so much of it at this point that I was like, okay, cool. This is like an entry point. And then watching it, I was like, I don't get why people like this. Because I, I got the feeling that you needed to already know the in-jokes to like this And it's possible because I didn't watch that season. You know what I mean? Listen to that season. So yeah. I've only, I only know them from their second campaign. 
or whatever. And I really loved the second campaign quite a bit, but I, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't get into it. So I That's know. fair. I couldn't either. I wanted to. I will thank the gods you guys had Spiderhead this week. I know. Kind of underwhelming. Well, what else, what, what would you have done? I started watching, I watched maybe five to 10 minutes of God's favorite idiot, which I did not subject us to. But I was just uh, I was curious. Do you know what got second in most watched shows on Netflix? This okay, well, people have bad taste because I bet you Spiderhead was like first. So. No, it was. Did it beat Spiderhead? No, first. yeah, it did beat Spiderhead because it was Stranger Things. Oh. It was still first. I All will right. say, without having seen it, it kind of makes me happy that it beat Spiderhead, though. Yeah, well, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> but it's, I mean, just, you know, just it's most most happy, that's all. Like yeah. I want, I want her to be. I want her to do well, even if I'm not enjoying her current stuff. Right. I want her I, to. I want her to do better. I but just, I would like her to also remain successful. Yeah. It like five minutes, in, five ten minutes in, whatever. I was just like, oh no, this is an amalgam of all the characters you play, and it's nothing we haven't seen before, and it's also like on the more annoying spectrum of the characters she plays. So I'm like, mm. eh, I can't. Yeah. Um, um, Drag Race All Stars continues to be a delight. It really does. Yeah. It's so good. It's such a good format. Like, I almost want them to change the format so that we can actually watch people the whole season because it's so fun. I could see that. I, you know. I just love how happy they are and, like, how much they're willing to, you know, do stuff. And it's just. At least for all stars going forward, like, this should be. Yes. The required. They've already proven themselves. So let's let them, like, give us an extravaganza of just talent, you know. Yeah, yeah. I also did and it's finally. Just nice I'm not cut like, up, but okay. The boys? Are you watching yeah, the boys? I finally started oh, the okay. boys, but, but I have not caught up. But I okay. Finally, you started. need to catch up before this week's episode because this week, I, this Friday will be uh, mind blowing. Probably do more tonight and then get. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I watched two episodes and I think yeah. it's three more to go. I oh uh, I ended up watching Keep Sweet Pray and Obey. Um, uh, upsetting last week, as right? as one would imagine as as yeah. you mentioned, Jackie. I also started watching the new Iron Chef. Oh, how is it? I was curious. So it's fine. I mm. don't remember the last time I watched an Iron Chef episode. I get what they're sort of doing with the chairman character. I'm trying to decide if it's a racist portrayal or no. Like the oh, dude okay. is Hoppa. It was pretty racist back in the day. Right. And I think they have tried to tone it down a bit, but I'm also like, this dude is from Hawaii. I know that for a fact. You know, some of the ways he talks is a little affected. And I don't know if that's just how he talks or if they are playing it up. I get the sense he's playing it up. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching the first episode and it's, I was like, I don't need to see meat this close up and in HD. Like cameras have improved a lot since back then. And it is upsetting. <laughs> But yeah, I, I had to stop for a bit because it was just getting repetitive. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, not the greatest binge for me. Yeah. And then there's one other thing I do want to plug. It comes out this Friday. I don't know why I'm plugging it. But I I, I don't know if we'll end up watching it together. But um, Loot on Apple TV Plus with Maya oh, I Rudolph. To watch that. I was okay. going to suggest it because um, okay, I love great. her. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am obsessed with Loot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that one. yeah that's. That's it. Leo Grand was the other big thing for me this week, or I watched it a while ago. But yeah, is that one on on a service? I don't remember. Uh, Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I was just looking for it, and it's in it's in my movie spotlight. So Apple TV also agrees with you that it should, is something I should watch. <laughs> for 
Oh, Leo Grand? Yeah, like it's literally yeah. in my like, you should watch this. Yeah. Well, listen, Hulu, Hulu's films. This, well, not they have not been great, obviously, but there's been two that I've really enjoyed this year. So they're mm-hmm. my. Which? Fire Island and oh. I liked uh, I liked Fresh. Oh, yeah. I loved Fresh, actually. So, yeah. There's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah. think they've been I'm doing. I'm like, okay, okay, Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> and Love Victor the, the, is the second season's up. I haven't watched it yet, but. I'm trying to remember. I swear there's been something. has a while, no? I don't know. I just noticed it was. Oh, okay. Was it... Oh, I think it also just got added to Disney Plus, which is interesting. But well, no, no, because it's um, Love Victor is a Hulu original show. Oh, I know. And so season uh, yeah. one, it got added to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I, like I mean, they own there. Hulu. I could see I them do. doing it to try and get people to subscribe, like cross subscribe, oh, or do, like yeah. the package. Okay, yeah, because Disney yeah. is essentially getting on there, but but um, yeah, no, that's it. a wonderful show. Yeah, I haven't watched season two yet. Though, have you? Was it good? Was it worth it? I didn't. Yeah, watch season I'm. One. I unless I'm insane. I feel like season two happened a little bit while back, and I well, I've seen I'm caught up on everything. But maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it is new. But I no, I think I think so, it it's yeah. maybe it's still releasing. But I feel like it's I don't know. I have no idea actually. <laughs> oh, I was like I watched Brian and Charles, but I don't think either of you will watch that, and I don't particularly suggest it for the two of you. It's fine. Oh, good. Cool. Well, we watched a whole lot this week, so thank we you did. both. Yes, thank you all. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of quick follow-up points. So just a clarification on Andrew Stanton, who, if you are not aware, was the director of Finding Nemo. He was the co-director of A Bug's Life. He directed WALL-E. He's also the writer of a lot of the Pixar films, including the Toy Story films. And we bagged on him a little bit. His live-action directorial debut was John Carter of Mars, which clearly, based on even just our discussion of it, people had mixed feelings about. He has gone on to direct other live-action projects. They've all been television episodes so no features for him uh, again yet he's directed episodes of stranger things better call saul for all mankind and then he's also continued to write he's still in the brain trust at pixar and also has written two episodes of obi-wan kenobi and then as for love victor season two that already came out that came out in june of 2021 however season three is the one that just came out and that came out on hulu That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing. 